This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is episode 30, Inspired On Purpose. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes on the Blaze Radio Network. In just a few moments, you're about to hear the voice of God. Well, it sounds like that anyway. Chris has got this amazing deep voice, and you're going to love it. This is going to be an absolutely wonderfully pleasing interview just because of audio reasons alone but also uh, chris has some amazing tools tips tricks and some wonderful insight in how you can create a life financially free and live on purpose he's going to teach you how to retire inspired that's the title of his book chris hogan works with dave ramsey of course you probably heard of dave before they have a wonderful organization. He travels the country helping folks really create the life of their dreams. Retired Inspired is the name of this book. And we welcome Chris Hogan to the show today. I teach you a couple of really great things today. How to plan, how to figure out where you want to go, how to really get a great picture of where you are right now and connect the dots between here and there. It's all about bridging the gap. You're going to learn some great things today. It's my pleasure to bring you Chris Hogan. Welcome to the show, buddy. How are you, man? I am fantastic. How did you get to where you are today? Because I know a little bit about your story, but uh, can you fill us in just a little bit about how you uh, winded up working with Dave and 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 in the capacity where you're you're really helping millions. Well, I can tell you this, having been in mainstream banking uh, and working with money, I knew I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed the challenge of, of dealing with money. And I further enjoyed helping people understand what they can do and how to win with money. And so working in mainstream banking, obviously, there are a lot of uh, good products there, you know, savings accounts, money market accounts. But as you can imagine, there are also other things that are that are tied to debt. Mm. And it, it literally became one of these things where, as I saw people coming in constantly, I realized that debt really wasn't a solution. People needed a plan. And I'd heard of Dave and had a chance to get connected and go a little bit deeper. And I really understood what he was doing, what his mission was, and also what the company was doing. And so they were giving people hope, uh, dealing with money and showing them a process. And so had an opportunity uh, not long after that to come join the team and join the force and uh, been here going on 11 years. And I got to I gotta ask you, Chris, have you done radio and that kind of thing before? I know you have podcasts and things like that, but have you done any broadcasting? No, sir. I had done some trainings. I'd always been in leadership position, so I was always up in front of people teaching, uh, yeah. but never anything formal until I got here. Because that voice, you know, right there, man. I know. I 20 years in radio myself. I know guys that would kill for that voice right there. Well, yeah. well I appreciate it. I'm, I'm often told I have the face for, for radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you but, get the yeah, voice for it, too, right? Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. It helps me keep people's attention, and uh, I try to use it as best I can. You have so many things that um, that you're doing along with uh, Dave and 
with what you're working on now, you're speaking, you're writing books. I mean, you're you're really touring the country. And matter of fact, my hometown, I know you'll be here uh, in November. So looking forward to, to meeting you there. But, you know, um, there there are just so many people that are struggling. We had a conversation actually with a guy today that wrote a book about the national debt. And the country is in debt hmm. by Trillions of dollars. Trillions, and yes. The number is just staggering looking at that debt clock, and the numbers just keep ticking. And it's enough to make your head spin when you see it. And the, the comment that I made to him was, how can we expect as a nation to get this under wraps or figured out if we can't even figure out what's happening in our own homes? Hmm. I, I probably couldn't agree with you more. Um, I'm often asked, especially in this day and age right now with the upcoming election and all these things, and people are worried about who they're going to vote for and all this, and I want people to vote. But ultimately, what we have to realize is that we're not going to put a savior in the White House. So what we have to do as a country is is begin to focus less on the national economy. And what we need to do is focus on our own personal economies. I, I think if each home in the United States begins to have a money plan, that they have a balanced budget, that they have a debt reduction and elimination plan, that they have some emergency fund spending, uh, savings, excuse me, and they do intentional spending, I think things will start to turn. We, we've seen it happen for millions of families that have plugged into Financial Peace University. What happens when people wake up and begin to shake up what they're doing to be able to chase their desires and their dreams? Mm. Why do you think people don't face it head on why do you think they did almost like they avoid it why is that i i I have two two opinions on that uh one i think is fear-based uh they've never been able to do it uh they've tried before maybe and it didn't go well and so now they have this fear of ever trying again uh the second area that i think is a large area as well and it's a lack of understanding how to it's a knowledge-based thing Mm. And so when you show people how to do it, I can remember uh, I have three sons, uh, 12, 10, and 9. So pray for me, please. Yeah. Uh, but with these boys, I remember teaching them to ride their bike. Mm-hmm. And I remember that it was a skill thing, but it became more of a confidence thing. Like, you know, I can remember my middle boy telling me, Daddy, don't let go of this seat. Okay, he said, now don't let go. And I remember him riding, and I held the seat, and he was riding just fine. And at one point, I said, all right, buddy, you've got this. He said, okay, but hold on. And I said, okay, you got it. And I remember letting go of the seat. With him in the thought that my hand was still there, he didn't even give thought to falling. He was focused on riding. And I think in that same way, that if we can embrace embrace America and show them how to begin to budget, how do you boss your paycheck around? You know, you work hard for that money. Now what I want you to do is to make your money work hard for you. I want you to tell your money where to go and when it's allowed to leave. One of the things that we look at, Chris, is creating more freedom, especially with what we talk about on purpose and a lot of times freedom could be you know time it could be just options choices to be able to do other things but you know when you talk about debt and really the chains of what that provides for people you know looking at your survey 56 percent of americans lose sleep thinking about retirement and a lot of folks Looking down the road, you know, there's talk about, especially in election year, Social Security, things like that. Planning for retirement, maybe it's too far off. 
but some folks are getting kind of to that point too where they're they're kind of scratching their heads like what am i going to do and you you look at the the fact that we're living longer and we're you know people are going to have to work longer a lot of folks uh as well um i can't even imagine uh what what it's going to be like you know i'm 37 so when it because i i don't ever plan on really retiring because i just like what i do so that's not necessarily that's but right I, but i want to have the options right and you and i think maybe even if you don't want to stop working and you enjoy what you're doing you want to have the options to be able to do whatever it is maybe it's travel maybe it's be able to spend more time with the folks that you love maybe it's be able to you know contribute to favorite charities or just even help family out when they need a hand i think it's incredibly powerful when people start to engage on the subject and start to really look and understand what it is we're talking about the examples that you mentioned you know those are all things that i want to do as well and and so you know with your podcast being entitled on purpose that's what i want people to do i want them to live on purpose i want them to plan on purpose it's not an accident you know there's no one that is successful that it happened by accident. No one accidentally wins the World Series. Mm-hmm. No one accidentally wins the Super Bowl. And no one accidentally gets themselves to a place of financial security. It all happens on purpose and working. And so looking at that and trying to get people to attach their dreams to their effort, that's what my book, Retire Inspired, was trying to do. I wanted people to look at this word retirement in a different way. It has nothing to do with an age. It's not an old people thing. I call it a smart people thing because you start to look and understand what are the small steps I can take today that set me up for tomorrow yeah let's talk about that I I I think it's funny because about four years ago I lost my dream job working in the radio and ever since I was a kid man that's all I ever wanted to do for 20 years I just I've been working on radio and um, I had this really interesting experience the dream job turned into a nightmare and I won't bore you with all the details about everything, but I really got a chance to step back and take a look at, hold on, is this really what I want to be doing? And I kind of found myself getting caught up with some of the momentum of things and had, mm-hmm. was very successful, was making a lot of money, was at the top of my game, uh, so to speak, in the corporate world, right? But I just wasn't happy, and I definitely didn't have the freedom that I have today. And I'm almost, it's almost like I'm retired now. Because everything that I do, I get to, ch- and I'm very, I'm very lucky. Okay, so trust me. But I, I don't work. Um, it's not, you know, I don't have a job. I don't work a job. My life and what the kind of what I've set up is has been. Um, you know, I've been very fortunate to be able to set up the my lifestyle with how I work and and very flexible with my hours. I set my I do all all of that. Um, but you know. It's not an age. It's a. It's it to me. It's it's a lifestyle, right? And you said number. So let's talk about the financial number because I think a lot of people would be surprised when they start talking about like tackling retirement or tackling any sort of goal that it really breaks down into something more simple than a, a big. Oh, monstrous picture. It's like that that thought of how do you eat the elephant, right? 
That's right. One bite at a time. And and I would say this for you. You know, you talked about with your job situation and look at where it's brought you. You know, oftentimes, you know, a lot of people, they deal with setbacks. Uh, we deal with things that change our course. But I travel and speak all around the country. And I remember the first time I told an audience that a setback is a setup for a comeback. Mm. But what we have to do is keep our eye on things and not quit. And so this this whole area of retirement, what I'm wanting people to do is to engage and understand how much money are you going to need to live your dream, whether it's travel, spend time with family, start a business, do mission work, whatever it is. But I wanted people to know this. And, and as a financial coach in my capacity, years ago, people would often ask me, okay, Chris, help me determine that number. And I'd sit down for an hour and a half with that, that Texas Instrument calculator and do all the calculations. And I sat down with Dave years back and got our development team on a project to develop a tool to help people get there quicker. And so we developed the RIQ, the Retire Inspired Quotient, which what I wanted to do was to boost people's IQ on the topic of retirement. And so it's a free tool at my website, chrishogan360.com. But what it did was it allowed people to look at and understand how much they're going to need. So many people thought they were going to need five, six million, and they were just way over and above the real amount they needed. So I was able to plug people in, help them gain a better understanding of that number. But the RIQ takes it a step further. And Justin, what it does is it allows people to not only know the big number, but it allows them to understand how much they need to start investing now to eventually get to that number. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I guess I have to ask you, Chris, because there are folks like if you read, uh, you know, Tim Ferriss wrote that book, Four Hour Work Week. Mm-hmm. Um, and technology, the world we live in, just things are so different. And I, I think that what's interesting is that. Um, we live in a world where even more is possible today than there really ever has been. When you look at retirement, Tim talks in that book about um, deferred the, the deferred kind of lifestyle of retirement versus being able to have that now. And I'm 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 obviously I'm not like at that level of what Tim is talking about, where 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 I can say to folks, yeah, you can live this crazy lifestyle right away. It does take some planning. It does take some intention. How do you feel in, when it comes to when it comes to that notion versus the, the short versus the long game, I guess, is really my question. Yeah, I, I was talking to a group of millennials and they were telling me about the phrase YOLO. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, absolutely. YOLO. You only live once. Yeah. And I was looking at that and I was talking with them about it. And I thought, yes, you know what? But you only have one life to try to live well. Mm. And it's that difference. And I think the mindset is this. I am not saying that people shouldn't enjoy some stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm not saying don't have fun and don't go do some things. I'm saying enjoy yourself, but also be aware that if you do retirement well, you're going to have more of two things than you've ever, ever had before in your life. If you do it well, you're going to have more time and more money. And so I want people to enjoy life, but let's plan for the future. Let's plan for the best time of your life when you don't have to work, if you've done it well. Now, I love what I do. Um, I plan to do it for a long time. But what I do want are options. Mm -hmm. I want to have the option to be able to pick up and move to San Diego if I want or go to New York and do whatever. I mean, that mindset. And I think those things are resonating with millennials. Uh, Millennials are much more plugged in and they care about about uh, the, the, the purpose of things. And so helping them understand, all I'm asking you to do is to plug 
plug in and take some small steps, like get enrolled in your 401k or 403b as soon as you have an opportunity. And and don't get caught up and don't let that commercial make you feel bad about the car you don't have. So you go out and you go in debt for $570 a month mm-hmm. for, for seven years of payments. Mm-hmm. And so that, that awareness, I think, allows us to make better decisions in the long run. And I'm telling you, uh, Justin, the thing that woke me up is sitting and talking with people that are in their late 60s that have nothing saved. Mm. And and they all invariably tell me, Chris, I wish someone really would have explained to me the importance of, and then you can go down the line. And so that's literally what I'm trying to do. I want people to make conscious decisions so they don't have to make unnecessary choices later. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that. A couple of things with millennials now. Uh, they really don't seem to have the same sort of, uh, and I guess in a broad spectrum, right? They don't really seem to have the same sort of uh, desires for that material like the brand new car or that. I mean, they, you've seen these trends mm-hmm. that people just want to have experiences. It's like they want to travel or uh, there's a show on TV now called Tiny Houses where these people are getting out of these big big homes and they're getting little homes and uh, you know my wife and i drive older cars that are paid off and been paid off you know so it's amazing what little changes you can make to really have a big effect on your lifestyle oh i love that i think listen small changes small tweaks can lead to massive improvements and so looking at that, you know, I love that people aren't falling for the, you know, the trap of the big mortgage. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of those people have already fallen for the trap of big student loan debt. Mm, yeah. And so if you look at this, I mean, if you start to think with, with young people, if they try to rush out and hurry up and do the things that their parents accomplished in 25 years, you know, you, you, you hurry up and get married and maybe you go in debt for the wedding. And then you go in debt to buy a home, and then you go in debt to buy some cars, and then your student loan debt is activated, and then lo and behold, you decide you want to have a family, and then you want somebody wants to stay home with a kid, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And so now you've got all of this tension on these little young shoulders, and to me, it's unfair. And so I want people to look at this and start to say, wait a minute, Uh, you know, it is not against the law to rent. You know, you don't have to buy a home until you're prepared to adequately purchase a home. And so starting to look at that. But, yeah, I love that people are making those choices. And I like that people make sacrifices. You know, this is America. This is the land of the free and home of the brave. We're not scared to make sacrifices. We just need to know why we're needing to make the sacrifices. That's so true. And if you have a why, it makes much of anything that you're going to go through so much more bearable you know it really is i mean do you have kids now yeah we have three dogs who think they're humans okay (laughs) (laughs) hey listen you know how you all sacrifice for your pets yeah oh yeah i mean you know when you're going to go on vacation either they're coming with you or you pay to board them sure and it's like me with kids and and so we all know how to sacrifice for the things we care about i just want people to wake up and look up a little bit and look down the road 10 15 20 years down the road and say hey where do you want to be then 
You know, where, where is your ideal destination? I don't want make people making choices for me. I, I want to work hard now and earn the opportunity to make those decisions for myself. Well, that's why I love the the idea of the book, Re- Retire Inspired. Um, and Chris uh, Chris Hogan's on the phone with us right now. The, the reason why I love it so much is that I, I see people every day. The biggest The biggest problem I see is that most folks don't, they can't get what they want because they don't know what they want mm-hmm. and they haven't really mm-hmm. sat and thought about it sometimes it's easier to think about what you don't want in other words like what's your biggest fear what is the thing that keeps you up at night what are the things that you want to avoid getting down the road and there's another great book matter of fact when we come back i'll tell you what it is this woman was able to really get engaged with what folks at the end of their lives what folks really dreaded and regretted the most we'll talk about that in more with chris hogan in his book retire inspired as we continue right after this by the way great vip all access newsletter at justinbarclay.com go on over put your name and your email in and of course we will send you all kinds of awesome uh information tools tips techniques the way to build your business online and on purpose and Literally, dozens of ways you can create uh, freedom right from your fingertips at justinbarclay.com. We'll see you on the inside. This is On Purpose on the Blaze Radio Network. The progressive movement is full of lies. Why do Americans keep falling for the deception? In his new book, Liars, Glenn Beck reveals the simple answer, fear. At our most basic level, we're all afraid of something. And progressives exploit this by offering us solutions to our fears. Solutions based on lies and an unrelenting hunger for power and control. Understanding the roots of these lies is key to helping us stop the disease of progressivism. Liars by Glenn Beck. On sale now at glennbeck.com slash liars. This is On Purpose on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, so maybe you don't necessarily know what your goal is yet, what you're looking for, but maybe you know what you don't want. Chris Hogan, our guest, joins us today to talk about that and how to figure out how you can get where you want to go on purpose. There's a great book when you were talking about folks that are getting to the retirement age and not having enough saved and having to work longer or go back (laughs) into the field. A great book I read, and I can't remember the name of it, but I'm sure it'll come to me. She, she, She did this study with these folks that are on their deathbeds and she worked in hospice care I think in england and australia and uh she said that there were like four or five things that everyone had in common but right at the top was their regrets you know the yes. things that they just wish they would have done it, it it's it wasn't like they wish they would have bought that car they wish they would have you know, had that house or whatever. It was about, it was more about the things that the experiences, the things that they regretted not doing. Um, and man, I mean that you don't want to die. You just don't want to find yourself at the end of the road and be full of regrets. No, you really don't. And, and so how do you do that? Well, you begin to look at some things right now, you know, you begin to acknowledge, okay, where are we? For example, if you've got debt, I want you to list it out smallest to biggest. Let's start to look at this. And then I want you to make a list of 10 things that you can sell out of your house. 
We've all got stuff in the attics and the oh garage. Gosh, Have yeah. a yard sale, you know. And so I want people, regardless of where they are, to take active steps forward. You know, be intentional. Don't worry about what your neighbors are doing. Don't get caught up in that, you know, but really keep your eye on what are we doing? Because the things that you can control are inside your home and inside your head. That's what we have to focus on. You know, it's funny about doing that. And I've done that. And I, I got to me every quarter or six months, I feel like I need to get rid of things that I just aren't using. You know, that there's things that. And there's that's kind of like a physical way for really talking about the things that aren't serving you. And uh, when you do that, when you clean out the closets or the basement or those things that you have laying around, and if you do, you know, you either what sell them, you donate them, or you just throw them out. You know that that's kind of what you do. And and I've found that I have never felt better and more lighter and more free mm. when I mm-hmm. get rid of that junk and get it out of. Maybe it's just a metaphor for you know getting stuff out of your life, but. The question is, again, and it's all about being intentional, and you really bring this up, is what you're consuming, consuming you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I want people to have some stuff. You know, I want them to enjoy some things, have some great experiences. Here's what I don't want. I don't want stuff to have you. Mm-hmm. And by that meaning, if it's attached to debt, I don't want that to have you. Yeah. And I agree. When you give stuff away or you purge some things, it does make you feel lighter. So imagine imagine how you're going to feel when you get rid of that credit card debt or that student loan debt. You know, I tell people all the time, you can give yourself a raise without even having to go in to ask your boss or to work harder simply by looking at how much money you've got going out. Mm. Average family is sending out four to $600 a month in credit card debt Mm. and payments. So imagine that not leaving you. What could you do with four to six hundred dollars? You could give it away. We all know people in our family or our friends that could use an extra four hundred dollars. So imagine walking over to them with four one hundred dollar bills and saying, hey, I hope this can help you. Or maybe you do it anonymously or, you know, so those kinds of things. So I, I think it all comes back to us looking at it. And it really boils down to two words, accountability and responsibility. Hmm. You know, it's better than having stuff. Is having options. Yes. <laughs> Being able oh. to, you know, because at that time where, you know, much of my life when I was working in radio, too, you know, we had to move around quite a bit. And when we when we moved back to where we are now, one of the things that I kept in mind was being able to have that option. Do we need to go somewhere else? Would I like to move somewhere? You know, uh, one day I'd really like to live in, in Maui. And uh, <laughs> I've been there. I've traveled there. But, man, yes. I, I think I, I really like to kind of live there. Well, you know, what what am I going to have to do and and uh, you know, to be able to have that option, to be able to have that choice. And you're right, there is a there are sacrifices. I think that uh we we kind of lose especially nowadays in this generation. We really lose that idea that things cost something, you know, that there there is a price to pay for everything. Oh, it, it is. And, and I think, you know, when you focus on the option side of things, I don't ever want anyone to be able to have me captive. You know, I, I want to be the, the, the captain of my ship, so to speak. I want to make decisions not based out of fear, but based out of fact. And I think when we look at this and, and the, the, the economic situation of today, I think more people are focused on the fear factor. And I think the dream factor, our dreams motivate us more than fear. Mm. Fear will scare you for a little while and you'll change some things maybe for a week or two. And then you'll stop because you get tired of being scared. But imagine being excited 
Imagine being encouraged about chasing something you truly, truly want. That's the thing that will wake you up and get you out of bed each and every day. Mm. And so you don't wake up feeling dreadful. You wake up feeling hopeful because you're chasing your dream. It's living life on fire, inspired and on purpose. I like that. Yes, sir. I like it. Chris Ogan, thank you so much for sharing with us today. We know that, uh, you know, what you're doing, obviously, you have a... uh, uh, a, a purpose yourself. You have something that you are passionate about, and I know that wakes you up in the morning to, to tackle the day, and, and you're helping so many people. The book, Retire Inspired, it's not an age, it's a financial number, and chrishogan360.com is the website. Thank you for having me, my friend. Again, more resources for you so that you can build that leverage, so that you can live life on your terms. The true meaning of freedom, living on purpose. Hey, look, if you want to catch up with everything that we talked about in this show, every resource, every bit, every book, every thing that we dropped, go to justinbarclay.com slash purpose 030. You can catch the full show notes there. And of course, find out more about Chris's book, link to his website and get everything that you need to know. Plus, while you're there, hop on our all-access newsletter. Just click the uh, link on the right, and you can get in with all the access to tips, tricks, tools, inspiration, literally dozens of ways that you can create more freedom in your life on purpose. Like it's time, but you can't let